Hello. What's up? What's up? And welcome to Down in. I'm your host, Mars, and today is a special king size episode. So big, so, so bombastic that I needed some help. And I couldn't do this alone. I had to get a partner, but I couldn't just get anyone. I needed an expert. I needed a super fan. I needed my brother. And I'd like to introduce to the DITD audience, my brother in arms. Everybody do a big howl. Oh, for my man, Wolf. Wolf, welcome to Down in the Den. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Mars. How are you doing, my friend? I appreciate you having me. Oh, man, I couldn't do this with anyone else, man. You put me onto the show. Watching it for your passion. Now I love this show. So today's episode is all about the hit Netflix reality show, The Circle. The finale aired yesterday, and we're going to get into it. But, uh, Wolf, for the DITD audience who may not have seen The Circle, give us a little bit of information about the whole concept of this show. All right. So, like, the way it begins is everybody starts in a house. Um, It's an apartment complex where you have individual rooms. And I'm assuming that what we see on TV is not the same because it's got to be a bigger building because you can definitely hear people yelling. But the point is... Everybody in the house has their own apartment complex and you play as either yourself. Like I could be myself wolf or I could play as Mars. Like I could use his photos and you could, it was called catfishing. And the whole point of the Absolutely. game and the whole point of the game is to get social as on the social media app called the circle where <clears throat> everybody is competing for ratings and you're trying to be the most liked. And that's how you win the game. It's not like, a reality show like Survivor, for argument's sake, where, you know, you're voting people out and then you have to be most liked at the end. It's a show where you can be anybody you want to be. And and it proves in the end that <clears throat> you should probably play as yourself. But in other seasons in other countries, you know, a catfish has won the game. So, you know, there's been three seasons in total so far. There's been two in the UK and there's one in America, which just came to Netflix January 1st. And um, they're currently producing one in Brazil and France, what I was reading about as well. So that's a little bit about it. Definitely. And I, I would look at it as kind for those who have not seen the show, and I definitely recommend it. It's very similar to if you take Bit Brother, Real World, and the Catfish show, mix it in a bowl, and you get the circle. I'd have to agree with that. Now, Yeah. Now, when I first started looking at it, the very first episode, I was a little skeptical. But then you realize we all kind of live this social experiment every day. Anyone who's on social media, we don't we meet people and have friends. I have friends that I've on social media that I've never met in real life that I've been friends with for five, ten years. So we all kind of live this every day. Now, um, I definitely love how it was all about getting the influencer who was your favorite castmate for the season? I have, I have to say, man, I was a Joey man from start to finish. You know, honestly, at first, like I, I I'm not gonna lie, like I definitely loved Sammy. I was big, big into Sammy, and she kind of faded for me. But Joey's realness throughout the entirety of the show really, really came through. Like I was a big Joey fan. What about yourself? Absolutely. Now, uh, Joey grew on me. At first, I was like, oh, this guy's a D-bag, uh, you know, because I'm seeing the old, I'm, I'm thinking of fist pumping, and he's got the hair, he's at the gym, which is totally 
the paisans myself <laughs> yeah so yeah paisans so i, I was yeah buddy was really into shuby shuby was my guy uh through and through i said i am shuby and he is i if 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 I was an Indian guy, I, I would be Shuby. But by the <laughs> end of the show, Joy was my favorite. Absolutely, I agree. So I'm gonna go through just all the cast members and we're gonna do we're gonna play a little uh association, word association, your first opinion of this character. So let's start with the first one that was eliminated, Elena. What was your opinion on her? My opinion of her was was beautiful, but she shouldn't have not want to have been a model like you know she, her whole thing was being a model and then she put in her profile where you only have you know two to three sentences to describe something about yourself as a model so like i didn't understand why she didn't want to be seen as a model but she said she was a model yeah i i agree and and i noticed initially the people that you would initially think were the most attractive were the first ones targeted but uh, yeah, I, it was kind of weird when she got kicked off. She said, "Well, I wanted people to see the real me." Well, if you're a model, that's the real you. Exactly. Go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. All right. So going down the line, and, and this completely out of order, Miranda. What was your opinion on Miranda? My opinion of Miranda was she she didn't give enough of herself in the circle, like she did with Joey, but she was too too reserved. And then like even her her pictures, like her, everything about her was somewhat confusing, like. In one photo, for instance, she had no no uh, tattoos. And then the very next photo, they're trying to figure out if it's even the same girl. So I feel like she didn't lay the background enough for herself to have like a legitimate story in the circle, if that makes sense. Definitely. And I don't think she really came in with a strategy. Right? The people that left all had some strategy, either be a bitch, befriend people, flirt people. It seems like she just came up there to be there with no strategy whatsoever. No, I agree. <clears throat> now, Antonio, Antonio, if I'm not mistaken, was the second one eliminated. He was the uh, basketball player. What did you think? Yes, about he was him? the second one blocked. He was blocked by Chris and Shuburn. Shubum, Shuby. I'm going to call him Shuby. That's just that's just how I called him at the house. I'm not going to call him Shubum, but Mr. Shuby. Uh, Antonio. You know, like at the very beginning, he got the you know the top rating because his picture was you know himself. Like every, he he seemed to come through, and then his arrogance kind of like I feel like just pushed him away from people. And he just, you know, he was trying to f- figure out catfishes. Like you know, he had arguments with Rebecca. I mean, not Rebecca, um, Mercedes, and they kind of knitted each other, which was b- bad for both their games in the end. You know, where they they were they were having conversations with each other by fake flirting and leading each other on, where it didn't work out for him. And I thought his strategy to be single might have been. Uh, a detriment to him where he could have just played with his girlfriend, you know, just been himself where like some, sometimes like if you're going to be yourself, be your entire self. And that's a situation where like, Absolutely. I feel like he should have just been himself and not fake that he had a girlfriend. Cause I think that little bit would have made him safer in the game where they wouldn't have thought him as threatening. And like those conversations wouldn't have been so flirty and it might've worked out a lot better for somebody like him. Yeah. I hated him from the jump. Uh, I, I think I've met that guy <laughs> a million times in my life. Who's like, prettier than his girlfriend who's like licking his lips at every sentence but I, I I literally hated him from the jump yeah I was surprised that he was first initially and and then reality set in I think after everyone got to meet him and really talk to him they were like oh this guy's a bit of a jerk yeah definitely st- you know, he's- the next one up Absolutely, absolutely. Now, go, go ahead, continue. No, I was just going to say he's definitely standoffish. I was just going to back you up, but let's just go ahead and go to the next one. 
Absolutely. Now, next one, your favorite guy. He won my heart with his authenticity. Uh, Joey, what did you think about Joey? Joey is the type of player that if he was on Big Brother or Survivor, he would be voted out maybe first. But the fact that you didn't have to hear him yell, you know, yeah, buddy, and, you know, Paisan, and, you know, just with his Jersey accent and, you know, his his Fugazi, Fugazi, like all that, you know, bravado that he, that he has and brings with him, which is a great part of Joey, don't misunderstand me, but like having that doled down to what you see, because he really is a genuine dude. He really cares about people. He's very into family. He's about being honest, which we see at the very end when he rates Shuby second, which blew my mind. You know, like there, there's right. things about him that were really amazing. And I think that because you got a limited version of Joey, it made Joey shine. Mm, that that is you know i didn't think about that until you just said it but he was somewhat filtered by being on the keyboard which you saw all of the best parts so that that is a very very good observation and uh i agree with you like i said at first because i can see what they didn't see i didn't like them at which all which i believe is what uh, a lot of people thought i think that you were feeling like a lot of sure. people thought that way and then by the end like you said he kind of like he took you over Absolutely, absolutely. And he he was his relationship, I believe to this day, he will be friends with Shuby. He will be friends with a lot of the other castmates because he was super authentic. Definitely a type of person that I would hang out with in real life. So uh, Joey, uh, I think we know why the end result was what it was, but we really like Joey. Uh, now, my guy, Shuby, what did you think about Shuby? Shuby. <laughs> When he came in, if I was, you know, he got rated eighth, the very first rating. If I saw his picture, I might think that was a catfish as well because he looked so generic. He just looked like an Indian guy. But when you got to meet him and, like, you saw his passion for Rebecca and the things he cared about and the way he stood up for people in the game, like, he won me over where at first, like, I was, you know, I think, like, a lot of people were like, man, I don't think this guy's got any chance to be in this clique, you know. But somehow his authenticity came through like Joey and he formed those real relationships and he did it in a way where, you know, he's somebody who before the game said he had never been on, he's not on any social media, had never done anything like this, you know, hated it all. And then for him to, to come in here with somewhat of uh, no BS strategy to be like, okay, I'm going to be me. Like, I'm going to say how I feel really worked out for him. Absolutely. And his strategy was to have no strategy, just be a authentic. Yeah, the only- the whole the only time. flaw that I really saw with Shuby came at the end. And I don't know if they saw it in the circle, but for me as a viewer, I felt that when Shuby got so mad at the people being catfishes, I thought it, it really changed my strategy, like my views of him a little bit. It made me not want him to win as much. Like I was Joey and Shuby all season. Like I didn't know who I wanted to win. I didn't really care as long as they were, you know, first or second. But towards the end, I really felt like I wanted Joey to win, you know, also because he won me over throughout the season. But Shuby kind of turned me off because his – his negativity about some of the catfishes and how, you know, he didn't, he, he just wasn't about it really. I don't know. Like I, like I understand how he could get upset because, you know, you want people to be themselves, but it's also a game. So like, I wouldn't be as upset as he was at like Sean, for instance, when she put her picture up, her real picture, like he was furious, you know? Oh yeah. And I, I remember he even said early on, maybe episode three or four, he said, I'm the shark of the catfish. He was really anti-catfishing instead of saying hey this is a strategy that someone may use to get to the end goal and win the game so i definitely agree with that uh yeah overall i i just really like shuby he reminds me of one of my good friends just a solid guy uh smart as a whip 
completely authentic, nothing, uh, no ulterior motives at all. But yeah, definitely, I I could see where he got so mad, and I think it wasn't until he saw the person that he had one of the closest relationships with actually being catfish. Yeah, especially where you could kind of see. I was like, absolutely. No, I was gonna say, especially when he, you know, he called her his nightlight. You know, that in this game, in this dark game where he can't see anything, his one person he knows isn't a catfish was a catfish the whole game. Absolutely, and and it feels to me, although he always said this is my sister, I feel like to me, and that might just be observing, that he would have liked a romantic um, angle with her, but didn't really have the confidence or wherewithal to go that route with her. I think he was a little intimidated by her pictures, and uh, when she would mention, oh, and you know, I went on this date. I could kind of see he had a little jealousy in those terms. Like, oh, why is she talking to me about that? She's putting me in the friend zone. So I, he was definitely shocked when he saw Rebecca was a cat. I, I couldn't agree more with that statement. And the, the end, he kept trying to smile and hide it. But to me, he was somebody that was in love with somebody who wasn't real, you know. And, I mean, him and Seaburn, I think, are going to be amazing friends for the rest of their lives, honestly. But sure. But he definitely fell in love with Rebecca a little bit. I'd have to say more than 50%. Like, he was... He was hoping that when they met, like it'd be that that you know instant spark where it was the exact opposite. <laughs> it couldn't be more <laughs> polar opposite yeah. than what he was expecting. And, and you could tell because the first thing he said was Joey. Yeah, like please, <laughs> like, please, please don't be Rebecca. Please, be Joey. <laughs> please don't be Rebecca. And, and then I think after that he was like, uh, uh, is, is this? Uh, I, I forgot her name. What was her Rebecca name? Uh, Mercedes? Oh, Sam. Rebecca, yeah. yeah. He said, Rebecca, is that you? And she was like, no, no, no. <laughs> that, it, 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 it's me. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. They didn't really highlight it. But if you know people, you could see that guy's heart was just shattered in a million pieces when he saw his his, his heart was a catfish, his, the thing that he was against the most. Yeah, I can only imagine the three of them going to dinner sometime soon. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He's just looking at her like, I love your personality, but I love your picture. Yeah. Maybe we can do some weird... Yeah. Like, you got a twin, right? Like, there's two of you. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Does she like you? Yeah, like, maybe this could work somehow. Maybe maybe there's hope for Shuby. Yeah, Sh- Shuby's got a bright future ahead of him. I, it was interesting, the little tidbit. He was the youngest to run for governor in California. I'm like, wow, this guy's going to be a billionaire one day. Yeah, that was uh, that was insane that he, he dropped that little tidbit at the end of that game. I was like, really? Yeah, just... Just a little humble flex, just uh, by the way. Yeah. Now, uh, Chris, what did you think about Chris? Chris reminds me of a guy that I work with who is very, very similar and just an amazing, amazing guy. Like, his authenticity through the show was was really amazing. Like, the way that he was himself, the things he said, the way he acted, he didn't hold back. He was just like, bitch, like, tell me this, tell me that. Like, you know, even in his chats with Sammy, some of the things that were so, like, I, I I can't put a word like confidence as as Chris said you know that's what he had he had confidence and for me like yeah. he was definitely he I, was the the standout star without being in the alliance like he kept himself in the game without being in the game because of how bright of a personality he was yes I I like Chris a lot um, I like that he was authentic he was himself 
Uh, I love the dichotomy. He's this drag queen, but he's also a devout Christian. I love that <laughs> uh, dichotomy. Uh, I love how he was just real with everyone. And, he, and you're right. He never made an alliance. He never committed to having any strategy but being who he was. And he was also very, very supportive of Sean when she had her little issue, which we'll talk about later. Uh, Mercedes, uh, what did you think about Mercedes? Mercedes was honestly that wild card to me where, like, I – she definitely snapped back too fast, but she wanted to play as herself. So, like, the pictures and the, the fakeness, like, you know, even just being a catfish, I think that you want to add that extra filter to your, to the catfish to, to maybe even subconsciously to let somebody know that, that it's not a real person where somebody like Antonio, for instance, put a picture of him playing basketball sweating, you know, like to make it too authentic in a way. You know, so like I think that her start to finish, she just was too too much. But I loved her relationship with Chris. Like I loved how how much of a bond they had in a little bit of time. And then when you found out a little bit more about her background and where she came from, and the type of you know upbringing and the way that her and Chris related in so many different ways, like I I really fell in love with the, the lady Karen, you know, who actually played Mercedes, which I actually saw t- yeah. I saw today that. Based off of all the, you know how popular Netflix is, the the real person Mercedes DM'd, uh, uh, whatever I just said her name was Catherine, Karen, 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 Karen. sorry. Um, she DM'd her on on uh, Twitter, and they actually met each other. <laughs> so crazy, and and I was wondering where they got the pictures. I understood with Rebecca that was his girlfriend, but for some of the other characters, I'm like, did you get clearance for this? Or did you just steal someone's pictures and? I, I was curious how that worked. So that that's a very interesting tidbit. I didn't like her, no. uh, to be honest, until she uh, got kicked off and showed the real Karen. Then I was like, okay, I see where you're coming from. I get it. But at first, I, I did not like her. I thought she was really aggressive for no reason. Uh, I, I wasn't a fan of her, so I was happy to see her go when she went. But uh, on the reunion show, as well as after she got kicked off in her relationship with Chris, she grew on me. Still not my favorite, but she grew on me. Yeah, I agree with that. She grew on me. I'd like to see Karen play as opposed Absolutely. to Mercedes. Yeah, and, and I, I definitely like the people that come in as themselves because I, I feel when you're we capture strategy, like I said, it doesn't at the end it doesn't work because you're gonna get exposed eventually. It's hard to keep up that facade. I don't know how long they were actually there. It seemed like they were there for weeks, but so, at the same time, I think it was... It was 15 days is how long they were there for. Wow. Okay, because it seemed like they were there for like a month or so. I, I'm looking at people's facial hair and seeing how fast it grew to kind of get an idea how long they were there. So 15 days. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, sir. Uh, now, now, let's see who, who we have. We did Rebecca. No, Rebecca. Rebecca. So now... Surprised he got so far. I am too, especially when he said his period hurt his left side. That definitely kind of was a was a big staple point. I feel like if you're women, that or at the very beginning when he said Chris was attractive, what do you girls think? Like obviously Chris was a gay dude. Like <laughs> I mean, me as a straight guy I could tell you that. So I don't know how him as a girl thought it'd be girl talk to do that. And I think people in the Netflix version of the US were very naive to catfishes at the very beginning. And so it allowed for him to be a little bit more, you know, res- his answers weren't as perfect as they could have been. Where I think in, for instance, the second version of the UK season, 
there's a guy that plays where his answers are a lot more scrutinized and they, they dissect things a little bit differently. And I think that in the American version, they weren't trying to get to the bottom as much. And there were little things that they let go, like I said, with the Chris comment and the period. But Rebecca playing Seaburn, I mean, Seaburn playing Rebecca was amazing because as Seaburn left the show, like he became, you know, he, he was there. Um, he became Rebecca throughout the show. Like he's, you know, started cuddling with Sir Bear Bear, Sir Bear Bear. He literally was, you know, talking softer. You know, he really lost his male, you know, became the character that he was playing as Rebecca, which I found fascinating. Like I thought it was really com- compelling to watch him become Rebecca as a character. And the first, and I'm so glad you brought up those observations because the first thing I thought was, this guy's a sociopath. He doesn't have to talk <laughs> like a female on the circle because they can't see him. But he really became that character, maybe because it was an actual person that he was imitating. But it just blew my mind when he would go into these chats. He literally became a, a female. He became Rebecca. And I was like, he knows he doesn't have to do this. They can't hear him. You can talk with your normal voice. It was really strange and he clearly didn't do enough research like you said the first thing that caught me when he said Chris if I was on the show I'd be like whoa 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 women have a better gaydar than guys as a straight guy from a mile away I can tell you that Chris plays for the other team which is perfectly fine but when, when she said or he said she's cute in, in the entire room I thought he was done I, th- I, I thought the jig was up I yeah. thought he was caught yeah I was like, he's going home next. He's going like, that's home it. next. Like, he's a catfish. And then especially the 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 whole con- the girl chat conversation with the cramps that they had. And <laughs> and I've never had a cramp in my life, but I've been married for seven years. So I, I, I know that you're not going to feel it on the left side. I was like, I think that's your appendix. I don't think. Yeah, man. Like, you're done. Like, you, you got problems. And that's what, that's what I think what Karen said on, like, the reunion. I was like, you need to tell her. And she needs to get something checked out because that's not right. Like that, that like is, something is not there. That's definitely <laughs> not right. Your liver might be uh, in, in, in danger here. All right, uh, Adam, what did you think of Adam? I hated Adam personally. Oh, I, 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 I really hated Adam. I hated Alex. I hated the cats. I hated his whole. I need to be this sexy Adam and show my abs off and you know have my dog zipper and all that stuff. Like all that you know. Like I, I personally didn't like him. I thought that he did. He was genuine in, in some conversations, and like him and Shuby, they really did form a bond towards the end of his time there. That I really, you know, like when he saved uh, Adam over Miranda, for instance. Like you know, like there was parts of their comp- of him that I did enjoy towards the end, but for the most part, I was just I was Adam, Adam out train. Like let's get him, let's go. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. His whole character, his whole concept, it, it wasn't well thought out because that what I've always thought if you're gonna lie. of it needs to be the truth. (laughs) It's going to be easier for you to remember the details, but he was just not authentic. The guy in the picture did not match what he was putting off. And I I think I was surprised he lasted as long as he did. He was a very weird, weird uh, bird, in my opinion. I think that he just, instead of like his, the difference between, for instance, him and Miranda was he became influenced, you know, best friends with Shuby and Joey, where like, Miranda didn't have that relationship with Joey where Shuby was such a main part of the game where if you could get into his good graces, it, it brought you along a little bit farther than like Sean or, you know, Bill or something like that. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Not, it, it, the first thing I thought is this this guy is weird. It, he, he's a weird bird, and, and that's coming from a weird bird. I and I, I wear my <laughs> uh, my freak flag proudly, but uh, the whole cat cat babies and and all of that it was it was just really weird to me. And him pretending to be Adam. Uh, it, it just didn't match. I, I think he did a terrible job. I was surprised he lasted that long. Uh, now, Sean, what did you think about her? Sean honestly pissed me off at the very beginning because she talked about being a plus-size model and how she didn't want to be somebody else, and then she was somebody else. Now, I understand how it's a game, and I'm a bigger dude myself, so like I don't know if I'd be the pictures of, of me right now. I definitely – you know, there's some fitter versions of me that I might be, but not not this guy right now. So, like, I – I don't understand how if she wanted to portray herself, she portrayed herself as her friend. And then I don't understand at all how she was allowed to reveal herself as a catfish during the game. That is one part of the game that makes zero sense to me. I feel like strategically you could do that at any point. And so how do you know what's real and what's fake at that point? Like, how do I know you're now being 100% honest and it wasn't the opposite way where you came in with a strategy to to do the, the flip of it? So, you know... I didn't enjoy that part of it, but I enjoy when she became herself and then, you know, wanted to be her, you know, but I didn't, I didn't like the whole, I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate for plus size women. I love me. And then I'm going to be the fittest girl I know. And I literally have it underlined. I took notes because the show was so, there were so many, so many details that, that you have to watch and notice. And I literally have highlighted here, hypocrite. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought. When she, I'm a plus size model, just like you said, I'm all about this, you know, body positivity. And that's huge right now. And I love that as, you know, I've struggled and, you know, we've had this conversation before. I've struggled with weight. I've gone up and down before. Uh, No one in my family is slim. We're all, you know, we're we're all up there. Yeah. So I'm in the same boat. Yeah. And I, I've been, you know, joked before from being too thin and being too big and everything in between. So if you're going to say this is my real life body positivity, you know, I'm proud to be a beautiful, you know, bigger woman. Why would you then take your friend who clearly you want to be? So I, I thought it was very hypocritical of her. And then I think the guilt started eating away at her and she realized strategically it might be better to reveal myself but like you said yeah because how do you know that's still you yeah like what do you believe as like you're playing a game there so somebody comes in with two pictures which somebody did i was listening to a podcast the other day and and the what i heard from him was that on every catfish's album there is a album of their own photo i didn't see i didn't go back and watch so i don't know if that's a true thing that i'm saying but based off him i would definitely believe it so like i think all potentially all the catfishes maybe have an album that you can maybe reveal photos but at the same time like how do you know what's real and fake and that's you know especially in the first season of any type of show like if you were playing the game how like i'd have to talk to somebody and be like is this what is real is she telling me a fact now because like i thought this now now i'm seeing a real photo but she's telling me it's her so like on the scale of you know the fairness of the game how do i know what what the hell is real right and when does it stop you know when you people start using pictures for sympathy you know you could put someone there in a wheelchair you know you could and try to because it definitely propelled her it definitely propelled her like she was going home and it it made her 
yeah, like it propelled her in the game to do what she did. She was 100% going home. And then by her making that statement and showing the pictures and then being who she really was, it definitely made people be like, oh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, now shoot this person down who's a, a plus size girl, you know, for instance. I'm just, just, just my thoughts on it. Like it just, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I thought that was not, not, that's the one thing about this show that I really disliked, if I'm being honest. Absolutely. It's, and one thing, another thing that turned me off when they started doing, and I, I loved how they changed periodically how people would get blocked. I love that. It wasn't just the same thing. So you didn't know if the influence, being an influencer was really necessarily going to be a good thing. But when Joey came to the face to face, she really seemed like he owed her something. In my opinion, yeah, because she, because she put him first. So in her mind, her connection with him was real before the before the photos and after the photos, which is also crazy because in that group chat that she had, she didn't put him. So like the I don't I don't remember the four people I know it was Chris Chris I think Re- it was a girl Rebecca Chris the maybe Chris and the girls there you go yep Chris Rebecca so like, um I missed Sammy Sammy and. I don't know if there was another girl in there at the time, but, but either way, like, you know, he wasn't part of that. So it's like I said, it just wasn't, wasn't their finest thing to me. Absolutely. She definitely came off hypocritical to me. And, and like I said, I'm all for body, body positivity, but if if you're all about yourself and you're proud, why are you putting this picture of somebody that you want to be? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, all right, so uh, we've done Sean, Bill. We didn't see a lot of Bill. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, who's who's Bill? Like the only thing that I can say about Bill that I enjoyed was okay. So when they did the portrait mode, that was one of my favorite games. And what they did in the UK version that I liked a lot better in the in the UK version, they allowed them to go anonymous. So they got to paint as, and they could paint anybody they wanted. And then you didn't get to you didn't show who you were who you were as the painter. So you could really like put stuff out. And I really did love how Bill put, you know, for Adam, he painted Adam, he put nice, too nice. Like he called him out in a nice way. But I feel like if they had, you know, put the the UK version in there where you got to go in anonymous mode in that, it would allow for a lot more drama in there, which I really did miss, feel like the the American version missed out on, if I'm being honest. But I, Bill, as far as a character, we didn't get enough of him. You know, I don't know anything about Bill. He seems like the most generic guy I've ever met. You know, it doesn't seem like a bad guy. Just his his view of the circle to me was even was askewed. You know, when he was talking on his uh, outro to the circle about how everybody in here is fake. There's nothing that's real, and you know, blah blah blah. Like I thought that he just didn't have any type of information about the game he was playing. He just seemed like he was on a little island by himself. He came in with Sean. He left by himself, but he was just he was out there to me. Yeah, even the first thing I. I put fake Thor. That was the first in my notes. <laughs> I was like, okay, this guy, he's a good looking guy, even though he said he he said he's the most handsome average white guy. I think that was his self description. But he had, yeah. he contributed nothing. He was, you know, but saying people were fake and calling them out. And I feel if you're coming in that late into the game, you really need to butter everyone else up because these people have been here a lot longer and have had a lot more experiences together. Yeah they're automatically going to stick together for him to start calling people out saying they were fake. Felt that was a little strange to me. Yeah. You have two type of, 
you know, the coming in the game strategy, I don't know the right version of it yet. Like, I, I honestly don't know how you can come in in the middle and win. But if you compare Bill's strategy, for instance, and you compare somebody like Ed, Ed, everybody fell in love with, based off who Ed was as well. But you also had that authenticity that came through with him where he was, you know, he called people out, like, you know, in the game with where he called out Rebecca, but he did it in a way that other people related to. He did it in a relatable way. He wasn't just some asshole calling people out and you're like, well, what is this guy doing, man? Like he's, you know, I, de- I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I think Bill, he saw through a lot of it, which unfortunately didn't help him, but he, he was really right on everything he was saying. He was correct, I think, but it was just the wrong approach. And it didn't bode well when you have all these other people that have alliances and relationships. That's correct. Now, speaking of Ed, what did you think of Ed? Again, it's crazy that, you know, two people playing as one, which I feel like is a huge advantage just when you're stuck being isolated and, you know, they have no Wi-Fi, they have nothing to do. They're not allowed, they're not allowed to have books or magazines or, you know, anything of that type of, you know, excitement so they're literally just sitting there waiting to talk to people on the circle so to have another person is a huge advantage as well as a huge disadvantage to be the last person in so maybe they kind of balance themselves out in a way but um i was a big fan of ed being a helicopter uh repair mechanic like that's an amazing job like i wanted to meet ed you know like he seemed like the 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 coolest dude out there <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, and and that shows uh don't judge uh, number one beard gang I love his beard as as, as a yep. fellow uh, bearded gentleman. I'm in the beard gang too right now. I got it going pretty deep, my friend. A couple Absolutely. months of growth. So I, I was a fan of the beard. He seemed very cool being a helicopter engineer. You know, how awesome is that? Thought the ladies would love him, which, you know, some of them did, some of them didn't. Uh, I thought he was a really, really cool dude. He got along with uh, Shuby. He got along with Joey. Uh, he got along with most of the power characters and power players in there and he, he lasted for a good while but I definitely feel it it psychologically huge advantage to have someone there when you're isolated alone like you said with no outside world all you get is a video of a family member if you win a contest and for him to have someone as close as your mom there huge advantage uh, I, I, I didn't like that at all. Um, if you're going to catfish, catfish. And I, I understand they were trying to be creative with this is a different type of catfish. But they could have given her a phone and she could have, this is what you should say. For her to be there, I feel was a huge uh, disadvantage for the other players. I would have been upset if I had been there the whole two weeks and hadn't seen anyone. And this guy has his mom cooking him breakfast every morning. <laughs> I would have been pretty well, yeah. upset. Yeah, I feel like I would have had the same reaction Stanley had when they came to the apartment and it was two of them. Because as a contestant of the game, when I see Ed and his mom, I'm like, okay, what other crazy shit has everybody else got going on? Absolutely. Like, am I the only person playing by myself? Like, or, you know, I know something about, I know I'm not the only person because we saw some of the other videos, but does other people have two people? Like, how, how is the dynamic for everybody else? Because that is, I mean, it really is a huge advantage to have your mom making you breakfast and telling you, you know, don't say that. Put your, put your mojos on. <laughs> the emojos hashtag the emojos. That's gonna be the. I don't know how to spell that quite. Yet. <laughs> Your guess is my guess, but uh, anyone out there listening, hashtag emojos is gonna be the hashtag for this episode. 
like and I like it. We're, we're hashtag the emojos. Emojos. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the purple guys. <laughs> yes, the the purple guy. And I was like, I don't think that's a purple guy, but that, that, that's no. fine. <laughs> that, that's fine. I was like, I don't have the best eyesight, but that's definitely not a guy. And then last yeah. but not least, Sammy. Now, Sammy, Sammy was my girl at the beginning. Like, I was, I was team Sammy all, like, from the beginning, I had, you know, Chris and Shuby were my two guys, and Sammy was right there. She was, like, a very close third. And that's pretty much the way she stayed for me the entire show. She was a close third. Her, her reactions to everything were great. Her, the way she, you know, flirted in a way that was advantageous for her and shut things down, I really enjoyed how she, you know, used it to her strategy. And you got to see something where, you know, as a guy, honestly, I feel like I have to see into the, the female mind of how they think about things and shoot things down and, you know, in conversations where, you know, you might not be as inclined as a guy. So, like, there were things about her that I actually I found revealing and I enjoyed, if I'm being 100% honest with you, as I, well as she's just she's she's the type of girl where, you know, you really you really fell in love with throughout the show because she was genuine. She was she was who she was through and through. And then when I found out her and Ed were from Conjahawken, Pennsylvania, I was like, what in the hell? Like. How did that happen? Like, Cabrini, come on. Right. That's like two people being from Farmville on the same international show. You're like, what? what's the chances of that? I love Sammy. I, I love Sammy. And, and my note on her was hot, potentially crazy. And she was both. But also, I think she was the smartest. I think she was the smartest player out the bunch with her strategy. Like you said, she would flirt with the guys to lure them in and then friend zone them where they would protect her as a little sister. Genius. Yeah. I mean, her relationship with Joey was a perfect example of that and how she, you know, at the beginning he was flirting with Alana. He flirted with Sammy, flirted with Miranda, you know, he flirted with everybody, but Sammy really brought him in, killed that shit. And then was like, all right, now we are brother, sister. Now let's be boys and girls, you know, like let's really protect each other. And I really did enjoy that. Like you said, she, she did play the game probably better than anybody honestly i mean joey was just himself you know but sammy probably did play the game man i mean i guess you have to say rebecca honestly now that i think about it but sammy was up there in, in game players yeah and I, I i think sammy was the smartest I, I think she had the best game plan rebecca i think really benefited from her relationship with shuby because shuby was in the power uh in the influencer seat so often she was protected or he was protected uh, for the entirety of the show because of his relationship with Shuby. But I don't think he was that smart. Uh, he obviously didn't research being a woman very hard uh, with the whole left side cramp thing and the whole, uh, you know, drink something hot for cramp. I mean, it, it, it literally seems like he was just pulling stuff out of thin air <laughs> because he's never, ever hung with a woman entire like. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, so yeah, Sammy, I I was a I was a big fan of her. Now, what was your favorite moment during the show? It's got to be Joey's cake. It's it's just got to be Joey making the cake. Like I literally had a couple friends over after work one night, and they had never heard of the circle. And I pulled that episode up, and I was like, "You guys just got to watch this ten minutes of Joey making a cake. How in the hell he got his cake." to look like that and make colors in this kitchen that I have no idea and the amount of effort. Oh my God. Like it's, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on any show. So that's gotta be my standout. Like one of my favorite moments, honestly, what about yourself? 
it, you know, the cake is an honorable mention for me. I, when I saw everyone else's cake, and I, I, the only thing I've probably baked in my life are Toll House cookies that you just read out of the uh, back of the. But <laughs> that cake, the color, it, I was like, did he never finger paint? Has he, <laughs> you know, is he colorblind? Did he not see the colors on the screen? I, it was a monstrosity. I, I, I would have thought he was being disrespectful to the game, the way that that cake looked. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you, if I was playing the game and I saw that cake, there's no way I wouldn't have put it as number one. I don't care if somebody would have made a perfect cake because all I could have thought about was this guy went through hell, and that's what I feel like my cake would have been. Yeah, I'm like, so... how did you make those colors? There were some colors that didn't exist until that episode <laughs> that are now credited some... completely to him. I think yeah. my favorite moment was when the two catfish met each other, when Adam met Rebecca because Rebecca was so afraid of being exposed the entire time that she was please don't come to my room please don't come to my room and then you have two catfish they look at each other and they just embrace and laugh like ah I'm doing the same thing that was my favorite moment of the entire show with two of my least favorite characters but them coming together and, and just realizing ah we're doing the same thing I thought it was hilarious I'd have to agree with that actually, because when he came in and they kind of like he peeked around the corner and they just embrace each other in that hug where it's like, thank God that you're fake because I'm fake, you know. Exactly. And and that was, and and you know one of the things I also that just going just one of the things I didn't like now that we're talking about that moment was when Antonio at the beginning of the show when he left his video about how there were catfishes in the circle. And then, you know, based off of somebody's relationship that they're only going to go see one or two people like, you know, based off of, you know, Joey's really like, like, or who were we just talking about Alex and Rebecca, like Alex and Rebecca went on the date at the very beginning. You know, you'd assume that if Alex was going to leave, he'd probably go see Rebecca. You know, she's high in his ratings. So it's, you know, for Antonio to say at the beginning when he didn't how like there's definitely a catfish in here, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it exposed Mercedes in a way that was also very unbeneficial for her game where she couldn't say anything. And I thought that was a strategic disadvantage for somebody who can't defend themselves and just gets outed on the way out. Like I didn't enjoy that. Absolutely. She even put herself on the defense by denying that he saw her because she knew that she was exposed at that point. Yeah, you have to. Like you really have to. You have to. I didn't like that either. And I had read an article from the producers of the show that they weren't allowed to flat out say this person is a catfish, but it was crystal clear who he was talking to, to anyone who had been there. Clear enough that Mercedes had to put herself on the defense and deny that she had even saw him. So, yeah, I did not like him. And it goes back to my first uh, impression of Antonio. Hated him from the jump. He was bitter that he had got kicked off so quickly and he thought he had the best strategy in the world. And yeah, I did not like that at all. I think you shouldn't be allowed to say anything about any of the people still playing in the game until after the game was over. Yes, I, I agree. I think that there's a time and place to expose people, and that is not the time and the place because it put Mercedes on the defense on the def- on the defensive for the rest of the game. Absolutely. You know, from that point from that point on, whether I liked her or not as a character, it doesn't even matter. It's just I'm all about fairness and like you know in the game, like everybody knowing the rules, everybody understanding the rules, and that's why. You know, Sean revealing her photo and then like Antonio outing Mercedes are two things that I feel like were too much pushed to one side of the scale as opposed to the other and didn't stay neutral enough. Absolutely. Fair play is the name of the game. And that was definitely not fair play for in both of those scenarios. I agree a thousand percent. And uh, yeah, it 
didn't like it, didn't like him. That's why he lost. Uh, he deserved True story. He was a D-bag. So overall, on this, here on DITB, we give everything the scale on 1 to 10. 1 being, this is crap, don't look at it. 10 being, you have to look at it. Everything in between, you can make it what you want. What is your ranking on this show? And what would you tell the DITB audience about this show, ultimately, in your opinion? In my opinion, I'd say... This is a tough question because for me specifically, it's a 10. Like I love, I love reality TV. I'm a huge fan of, of what they've accomplished here. Um, I think Netflix is a huge market. I think it's got so many avenues to, to, for the reality world in general, just what you can do based off of this one show on Netflix and the type of response it's starting to get. Um, So I would say a 10, but I'd say for the average person, probably like an eight, because at the beginning seven or an eight because at the beginning of it you really have to kind of get over the initialness of it there's there's a little bit of at first where people were kind of like on the fence so is this you know i've heard the statement it's so so bad so trashy it's good you know where i think there is a little bit of initial at uh, first we have to get over it but i think they did a fantastic job of implementing a game in a social environment how what we see on social media is everything and to not be able to see people and, you know, be portrayed as, you know, whoever you want to be in the world and be the personality that you want to be and try and win a game based off of those fundamentals, fundamentals, I really enjoy. And I think that strategically it's a game that we haven't seen the strategies yet that can evolve off it. And it really excites me for the future of what can be and like how we can have catfish and, you know, the levels of it and the type of people and the, the, the strategy in the game is so, so new right now that there's going to be some some major twists in the future, and I'm very excited to see it. Absolutely. Well said. And for myself, I gave it a 9 out of 10, and, and that is huge. Rain. Nothing gets a 10 on DITD. I, I, I feel nothing's perfect, but a 9 is damn near close, and I am not a huge reality. I'm a little bit older than my partner here, uh, I'm from the generation of the original. I actually remember the original real world when reality TV in America was never seen before. So I actually remember the original real world. I, I applied to be on the real world probably six times before I got too old to be up there. Uh, I remember the original Big Brother. I remember the very first Survivor. And then reality TV got more into the trashy, the keeping with the Kardashians and the love and hip-hop, which I, I can't stand. So this kind of brought me back into the world of reality TV. And the first episode, I you, you couldn't have said it better. Uh, I, I had to get over it for a second. I had to look at the concept. After probably episode three, I was addicted to this show because I no longer looked at it as a reality show, but I looked at it as a social experiment. And if you take it from that stance, anyone and everyone from my mom to little kids are pretty much on social media in some way or some form. And we all do this. We all live in this circle every day. If you've ever slid into someone's DMs, you've been on the circle. If ever, anyone's ever slid into your DMs, you've been on the circle. If you have friends or associates that you haven't met in real life, but you feel like you have a real bond, You've been on the circle, and it was so interesting that they were able to build this bond 
without ever seeing each other until the very end. It, it was amazing to me. Nine out of ten. Definitely should check it out. It's a fantastic show. Has there been any news? Have you heard any news about a renewal for season two? I know it's been a huge hit. I do believe it's got renewed for season two, and I think that they're right now casting for France and Brazil. Uh, France and Brazil. They have their own uh, separate entities on Netflix, and they're trying to cast their own shows right now. Nice, nice. So I would love to see. So it's Brazil. definitely. Yeah, me too. Gotta gotta have some bombshells on there. If I'm being I, honest with you, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't even need the sound for that uh, season. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, my man Wolf, it has been a pleasure. You are a rock star. You are going to be my uh, official reality TV expert because you are the man. I love you, brother. I can't wait to see you again. And I love you too, my friend. It's been it's been a minute, and I really appreciate you having me. I really hope that we can continue this. We got a uh, Survivors Winners at War coming up soon, where it's the first time in reality history where they have all the winners of a show coming up. It starts in February. Um, it's the first time in Survivor history they're playing for two million dollars as well. <clears throat> and then you know, you know, talking about you brought up road rules and real world. Like I, I'm a bit, huge fan of the challenge still, and you know, you still have guys like CT and Bananas that are still playing, my friend. Johnny Bananas, Johnny Bananas, Johnny to me. How old is CT, CT won last season, my man. Like CT, Chris Timbello. I still playing. CT wanted to fight everyone. I remember he. Yeah, man. Adam he's a dad now. Like, like he's a dad now. He's still playing the challenge. Last year was called World at War Two, and it was like. CT was on the British team. He was an American that won on the British team, my friend. That's how crazy it gets on the challenge. <laughs> I mean, does Real World even come on anymore? Uh, last year they did a re- like I've never watched Real World, but last year they did a Facebook version that was casted in Vegas, but it was only on Facebook Live. It wasn't on TV. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I was a huge Real Real World New York, Real World Los Angeles. I I think I stopped watching after I, Real World. Philadelphia, the one with Karamo, who's now big on uh, Queer Eye. Uh, that was the last season I really watched because at that point I became too old to actually be on the show, so I lost interest. But, I understand that. But yeah, Survivor, <laughs> I am down. It's a date February. We're going to do Survivor when that is done. I, maybe we'll do a weekly review. Maybe we'll do a big culmination. We'll figure it out. But Wolf, you are the man. Like I said, I love you. Thank you so much for being my co-host on this episode. I want everybody to check this out. Wolf, do you have anything you want to plug or any anything you want to uh, let the audience know to check you out? No, I just want you guys to check out, you know, Down in the Den. You know, I appreciate you having me, and I love you, man. I, I can't wait to see you, and I look, I look forward to these podcasts. Yes, sir. Well, we'll make it happen, and as always, this has been another episode, a king-size episode of Down in the Den. Check us out. We're going to be out there uh, multiple times a week with whatever we want to talk about in pop culture, movies, pro wrestling, reality TV, comic books, whatever the hell we want. We have a good time here in the den. And as always, deuces.